Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Before the episode, we have a couple announcements to make. One, if you are going to be at Emerald City Comic Con or C2E2, we will be there also. We'll have a booth and we're doing some panels, and you can get our schedule and location at sartorialgeek.com. And two, we just revamped our entire Patreon page. We have all new rewards, um, and we have four new goals that we're super excited about from getting this podcast paid for to paying all of our contributors on our website to having like really cool new things at our events booth. Um, so if you join our Patreon in the month of March, we have an exclusive and Peggy enamel pin that you'll be getting. It's just available through Patreon just for the month of March, 2019. And we are really, really, really excited about it. So if you want to support us or just get cool exclusive swag, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash sartorialgeek. This episode of the Sartorial Geek podcast is sponsored by Little Petal. Little Petal is the most comfortable, subtly nerdy convertible dresses you can imagine. They're all made based on your measurements and they all have pockets. The designs are based on your favorite characters and they're subtle enough that they can be worn to work parties, but you can also wear them to a Comic-Con. They're super, super comfy, and if you're nervous about the wrap dress part, they have over 40 tutorials on their website, so you don't have to worry about that. You can use the code SARTORIAL for free shipping, so go check them out at littlepedal.net. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis of Jordan Denae, and I am here with Stacy Sells. How are you? Oh, I am doing great. <laughs> I think... This is the first, if I'm not misremembering, I think this is the first time we're like, we have a mom on talking about being a nerdy mom and about kids and stuff, which I'm very excited about. Is that weird? That just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that. I actually, I don't know if this is like common knowledge about me, but I, uh, I was a nanny for like 10 years and I went to school um, to be an elementary school teacher. So I am like all about kids and <laughs> and like and hanging out with them and like how they learn and I love talking to people about kids so I'm so excited about this well looky here this will be perfect for you because I am just inundated in a child right now so <laughs> yeah well so first like what's your what is your family you have one kid or yeah. what is your okay cool yep just got one little dude his name's River Um, he is almost two, which is, oh my God, like that sort of blows my mind already. Cause I feel like this whole process of becoming a mom is so fast, but also really slow. Like one thing I tell some of my other mom friends is that I feel like it's short months, but long weeks. <laughs> that makes so much sense, actually. I totally get that. I was about to say, as you, like, as a former nanny, I'm sure you understand that, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and, like, stuff changes so fast. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. It's, it's changed so fast. It's crazy. I was looking at 
old pictures and realizing how much his face has changed already and how he's like not a baby anymore. He's a little like human that and it's yeah. like I knew he was gonna be a like a human, I guess. <laughs> I didn't think I was, well, I sort of did think I was having an alien throughout the whole pregnancy. I <laughs> kept on picturing, you know, alien popping out of me. It's fine. I mean, but, uh, babies look a little crazy when they're they newborn, look, so that makes sense. They all look like aliens or little yeah. old men or something. Absolutely. It's weird. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> so it's just been a crazy thing to see this sort of passage of time, which is that puts you in a whole other, that's a whole other episode. Yeah. And it changes your life too, becoming a parent versus. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Huge life change. Yeah. It's sort of a crazy like identity shift, but not identity shift. There's this. So I, I feel with, with um, pregnancy, you have this idea of what it's supposed to be. And you sort of build yourself up to it. You like the way that I dealt with it is like through humor and making jokes, like saying, like, I have this grand idea of, you know, when you become pregnant, you're basically turning into a superhero. It's like when Peter Parker gets bit by the radioactive spider, you know, all these things start to change. Like your senses become heightened, which is great because you're nauseous. So that's cool. Right. <laughs> it's like, sweet. Now I can really smell the pee on the street when I'm walking to work. Neat. <laughs> Very fun. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, it was probably, uh, that was probably one of the worst times of anything. Just, I, we were living in California at the time and I traveled into San Francisco and would ride the train station. And while I was, you know, some months pregnant and feeling sick and uh, just being crammed into the little train and everything. And it's like, it's sort of a cruel trick because you don't look pregnant though. You really want to be like, Hey, can I sit down? But I had this whole sense of pride in my head where I'm like, I'm fine. I can do this, which is stupid on my part, but (laughs) no, it is hard when like, obviously when you're eight months pregnant, most people it's relatively obvious, but it's hard. And I mean, a lot of months where no one knows or like (laughs) no one would just know by looking at you. So you're like, okay, I guess I'm, no one else can tell. (laughs) Can can I say it? Or are you going to think I'm lying? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. But so that sort of got me through this idea. Cause for, for a while, like I, I, I think becoming a mom was sort of this, old school like I always think of like the 1950s housewife for some reason because I feel like it's still trickling into like our parents past and then their parents like their their parents parents past of how you know what the ideal like mom should be so I think for a while even even thinking about becoming a mom was weird like I felt weird about it like it was a subject I was like oh I don't want to be a mom but there is definitely a lot of stigma around all parts of it, like yeah. getting pregnant, being pregnant, then being a mom. And like, I'm not even, I don't have kids, but I've, you know, have so many friends who have, and I've seen it. There's so much, there's just so much around it, like on all sides. Yeah. And it just like, it scared me because I didn't want to fall into this, like, oh, if I'm a mom, I'm going to, you know, wear those 
those sexy, you know, high-waisted, stretchy elastic jeans, which I sort of do want now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, maybe they got something there. Or like, <laughs> become a soccer mom. But, you know, the I think it was, it wasn't until I met one of my friends who had a kid that was, she was probably a couple, three, four months old when I first met her. And I would go over to her house and hang out during nap time. And then when Olive would wake up, I got to, you know, see this cool kid. And then I've seen her grow. I think she's five now, which is insane to me. But I also saw her mom, um, Bridget, being still herself. Like she still was real wacky and had a sense of, you know, who she was and made it cool. And that was the first time I realized like, oh, you could be a cool mom and not saying like my mom's not cool. Like I love her. She's amazing, but you know, that's my mom and you're so close to it that you, you see it in a different lens. I think maybe not everybody, but no, that makes sense. Cause like when you're growing up, parents are just like yeah. this like adult thing and then you become adults and you're like, Oh my God, parents are people like me. And I totally know what you're talking about where like you see your friends either stay the same and like keep the personality they had before just with a kid in the Mm -hmm. mix or some people like completely change. It's really wild to watch that. And it's, and it's, you know, inevitable that I'm going to turn into my mom, which is fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. But it was cool to see that she was still honing in on her passions and what she liked to do and how she still does that. And she was just this inspiration to know that I could still be myself and have a kid and just, you know, make it, make it what I wanted it to be too. That was one of the first moments I had that like light bulb of being like, Oh, I can, I have the power to, to do this. (laughs) And I think that leads perfectly into like, I mean, obviously at Sartorial Geek, we're obsessed with community and, and like being around other people who are different from you and going through similar things to you. And I think this is like a perfect example of how being around other people who like you can look up to and you can see how they're handling things. And like that kind of leads perfectly into what you're doing now as like a way to bring moms together, which I think is really cool. Oh my God. Cause you need that. Like, that's just, that's like the one part of, you know, there's always moms who are like, let me give you my advice. But this is one that I feel is very important is just finding that group of moms, like in any shape or form, because like either in person or online, because there's so much that is so new that and scary that it's hard to parse out by yourself and be in, I feel like you, do feel sort of isolated at first because it is this, this, the scary thing that, you know, it's a scary little person <laughs> that demands yeah, so much absolutely. of your time and, you know, energy. And, you know, before, like back in the olden days, when we all lived around our family, they were able to help us out. But now like we are all so spread out that it's hard to, have that support anymore so it's like trying to find the support in other ways so like building up a community like um online through facebook like one of my friends had sent me a invite to a new mom's group and then i wanted to try to do that too because i feel like it it was really important to show that there's 
support for each other. And, you know, we are there to listen and have no judgment on how you're doing it. Cause that's, that's the one thing that's hard to parse out too, is like, there's so much out there for, and so many, so much, there's like too much. It really (laughs) is. And it's just trying to find your niche of a group too, like the moms that you fit in with, because, you know, like in the world, you know, as is, we all connect with different types of people. So it's like, of course, we'll also connect with different types of people when you're, you know, become a parent all of a sudden. Yeah, I love that. Like finding like there are I mean, I know this just from nannying, not even doing it in my own like life, how much more how much more is going on then but there are like unlimited resources and unlimited communities, but like finding the one that fits with you or clicks with you is so important. And I, I I totally agree with that. And like the one thing that I definitely want to showcase too with, cause I wanted to make a community that was more geeky and show, you know, hone in on that a little bit more because I want to find other geek moms, you know? So absolutely, what could be a funny group for us? And I thought of like the league of extraordinary mamas, you know, forget those gentlemen, like let's get the moms in here. Cause they really know what's up. <laughs> I love that name. That's so great. <laughs> and it's just, and I just love to focus on the humor of it all too, because I, it is a, you can't take it too seriously. Like you're going to get pooped on and peed on and vomited on and, you know. And you'll be so stressed out. Yes. Like, you can't you can't be that worried every second of the rest of your life because you will go crazy. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like I already get woken up in the middle of the night from River, but also just from my own anxiety of thinking of things, you know, this downward downward spiral of you know, thoughts in the middle of the night. It's like, I don't need any more of that. I, I can handle that on my own. Like I don't need any other Absolutely. <laughs> stresses in my life. <laughs> and I think like, this is something that we've talked about on the podcast a lot, but I think is really cool that like so many more, so many things are like coming out into the open that I feel like we're either people felt shame around or they mm-hmm. like felt like we shouldn't talk about. And I feel like there's so much of that with, parenting like like I have a ton of friends who are being super honest about like how hard it is for them to get pregnant and that's so hard to go through alone so having even just knowing you're not the only person and then also new moms who are really open about like how much anxiety they have around it and how stressful it is and how much pressure is on you it's so nice to like be able to be honest and then also know that you're not, because I imagine that feels insanely isolating. Oh, if you're yeah. like, everyone else is doing this perfectly mm-hmm. and it's so hard for me. And like, that's not true at all. No, not at all. Like I try to be very transparent through like my posts and through just pictures I even have on my own personal Instagram that, you know, sometimes it sucks, you know, sometimes it's yeah. not all, you know, giggling smiles it's sometimes crying at you constantly and you know your boobs are just out and tired and ready to (laughs) no totally that's like the real side of things 
Oh yeah. Um, so how does your, how does your community work? Like where does it live or like how do people find out about it or join? I mainly have it through Facebook. There is a group called the League of Extraordinary Mamas. And then I also have a website with the same name. Um, I have not been great at keeping up on the website, but you know, I well, feel you're a little busy. So that makes sense. <laughs> I know, like, yeah, as long as I post every so often, it'll be fine. <laughs> and, you know, just trying to balance out, you know, self-care and, realizing when I can and also want what to post besides the fact. Um, but so on Facebook, the website, and then on Instagram, um, all with the same name. And it's just really right now, it's just mainly been connecting people or trying to, you know, have conversations and to get, people understanding that this is a safe space for you to come and ask questions. Like no question is too, you know, stupid or small. Cause I feel like a lot of the times you think that this worry you have is not a big deal or you feel you're worried that it's, you know, someone else will think it's not a big deal. And, you know, I, I want to create a space where it's okay to have those conversations like, I found this rash on my son. Is this anything I should be worried about? Or is it just diaper rash? And knowing that there there's other moms out there to support you and to have your back is so important. Expect like throughout the whole experience, not just through the beginning part, but like throughout, I feel like their whole life in some sense. <laughs> yeah. Do people join who are like, while they are pregnant too? Like, do you have all, are there people at like all stages of, Becoming parent, I am encouraging all. Cool. All I, yeah, sweet. Because I know that it's it's weird at first with the whole pregnancy thing, and it's funny how there's this shift from. Um, <laughs> I have a friend who's pregnant now, and I I'm telling her I was like, I'll be really honest with you, but just let me know how much honesty you want. From right. Me. <laughs> right. I also don't want to scare you. <laughs> Totally, yes. Because I know for me, I wanted to know all of the details of, you know, everybody's everybody's birth because I feel like that's sort of our our war stories in some sense. Mm-hmm. Like we all have a different birth and, you know, some are traumatic and some are, you know, easy and as easy as a birth can go. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. we all have these different variants of like, of tearing, which is fun to talk about (laughs) I remember like I was I grew up um like I was usually like the oldest kid so I would always like babysit when I was a kid and I was around so many babies and then as I got older and like started being on the same level as Mm -hmm. like the parents there is so much that I learned for the first time. I was like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) thankfully I'm learning this before. Like if this, so many things I was like, if this had just happened to me and I had no idea, I would have lost my mind. Yes. (laughs) And that's the thing. That's the thing that I feel like needs to be talking about. Like nobody wants to talk about, not nobody wants to talk about it, but I felt like there wasn't a lot of spaces where you're absolutely right. You felt comfortable talking about that. And like you had said before, I do think the conversation 
is turning toward that a little bit more. Like you have like Ali Wong stand up. Like, Absolutely. Oh, like, yeah. Hard Knock Wife like, is amazing. I was watching it and like crying because I just felt for her. I'm like, she just knows me. She is speaking the truth. <laughs> and, yeah. And even like Chrissy Teigen talking about, you know, how she felt after pregnancy and how your body changes because there is this like, like having another like superhero analogy, like you, I think of it as a mutation, like you're part of the X-Men now, you went through this change, you know, your body is different, your vagina is different, like you, you know, you have to realize that that is something that no, like I never had anyone tell me that, you know, and I think it's interesting because it's then you are coming into it trying to figure out your new self and your new body and being okay with that. And you know how it can be hard at times because it's like, Oh, I got a little pooch now because you know, I did create a human being in my body for nine months and carried it, which is, you know, pretty sweet, Yeah, (laughs) but it's, yeah. And it's just like this whole aspect that you've changed and you've changed, but you haven't changed. Like I still feel like myself. I still feel that, I can, you know, collect my Funko Pops and, you know, have weird graphic t-shirts of Supernatural, you know, like Dean and Sam on my, on my <laughs> and, you know, just, just have, I, I'm not, I'm not allowing that to be taken away from me because I don't think, you know, I don't feel like it's, I guess I'm trying to say, um, how I don't feel like I have to fit into this mold of what a mom should be. Like, I feel like I can still dress like a cartoon character and still be a mom. Cause what it comes down to, is like, I'm providing this space and this life for my little dude and having fun with it. Cause now I just have somebody else to buy toys for and, I can say it's for him too. <laughs> and I think that's so cool. Like I, I go to a lot of comic cons and I, I remember the first time I started like meeting new people and finding out that some of them were parents and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. That's very cool that you enjoyed these things before you had kids. And obviously, you know, changes have happened, but you can still find ways to like do some of the things that you used to love doing. And like, you can make it work. You don't have to like, change your entire life and lose everything about the way it used to be. And I think that it's also cool to see how other people do it. Like how, cause I see the vendor side of things. So I see like vendors with newborns who like bring like a partner or a family member to help trade off to like feed their kids and like just different ways that you can do it is very cool. And just also sharing this, Thing with your kid too like you don't have to make it separate you can introduce them to these you know passions of yours because they will see how much you enjoy it and will enjoy it too and like he's still a little like I'm, whatever I say he's still a little young but we've watched I've, we've watched Steven Universe because I want to show him this at an early age you know <laughs> I want to yeah. show him this empathetic you know boy who is in touch with his emotions and who's around these powerful women and to being, you know, excited about that and having it create this space, you know, for him to be okay that he cries and to feel his feelings. Cause I think that's super important. And to just, cause I feel like with, 
geeky stuff, there's a lot of that that will support that, like this change in these feelings and and being in touch with those. And I definitely am going to try my best to <laughs> introduce them to him. And, you know, he can either accept it or like whatever else he likes because it's his choices. And that's cool too, to have a community where you can talk about that kind of stuff because like, it's nice to, I mean, I get recommendations from people all the time. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, you may not have looked at the different parts of like nerd culture or pop culture from a parent lens before. So I'm sure it's nice to be like, hi, I have a Mm three-year-old. Does anyone else have like age appropriate ideas of like books or cartoons or whatever and like even just have conversations like that of shows like steven universe that are you know you can watch with younger kids that's really cool and the idea too that there's just so many things out there too that you can um that people have already created like there's a couple of i forget the author's name, but there's like an X-Files kids book and a Buffy the Vampire kids book. Yeah. And I know Quirk has some like, like ABCs and counting books that are Star Wars or different nerd related, which is cool. And they have a lot of like superhero ones, like my first book of girl power, which are all like DC superheroes. And then like Goodnight Batman or something. And so it's cool to be able to introduce those to him and to know that there's, these um these things out there for him to that that he will find out that I enjoy because <laughs> one one of my favorite things that happened at least during the last couple months is he's gotten really into squirrels and oh, I'm in love with so and I'm in love with squirrel girl so yeah that's perfect I was like oh snap you're getting this doll at t- the one that they have at Target I'm like I'm yeah I'm you squirrel girl <laughs> That's so cool. And that's cool, too, that you already knew that. But, like, I just heard about Squirrel Girl for the first time, like, a year ago. So that's a cool thing that, like, you can now tell other moms who maybe... Because she's not a huge character yet that, like, a lot of people know. But, yeah, I hope that changes. But, like, that's another cool thing to be like, oh, your kids like these two things? There's a superhero for that, which is so awesome. Here you go. But yeah. it's like currently on my desk right now. I'm like, well, you can, we'll, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> That's so cool. I love that. And I really love the analogy of like, I've just been thinking about different things while we've been talking, like when you were talking about how your body changes, it's so much, it's so much like more comforting to think about that in the way of like, when a superhero first gets their powers and they're trying to figure everything out, like that's a much better vision to have of what you're going through than just being like sad, which I feel like is what like society in general has been like, yeah, everything is terrible and worse. And it's like, that's not true or healthy or anything you want to think about. Like, more positive right. analogies are amazing. Because they're like, your life is never going to be the same and it's going to suck. It's like, yeah, no, it doesn't have to. Like, it can be what you, you, it can be fun. Like, you can have this, like, I just think of him as my, my new, like, sidekick. And, yeah. you know, and then he'll go on to have his own origin story or whatever. But <laughs> right now, he's oh, my sidekick. I love that so much. That's <laughs> and, so cool. Right. And I do want to, like, have my, my, my goal in this whole thing is to have, you know, these, 
these different cycles of becoming a, a mom or a parent, like you have your like before sidekick and then you have you and your sidekick and then you have their origin stories and how they, you know, grow up to be their own person and, you know, their own, they'll find their own self-worth and superpower and all that stuff. And yeah, so that's eventually my brain that will happen in some form or another. Who knows? (laughs) No, that's awesome though. And even just, even just thinking about like your journey as a parent in those lines is very cool. Yeah. Cause you know, there's that time you're going to have to let go, even though, you know, that seems very far off to me right now because me and River are very in it all the time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you are a lot of years away from that. But yeah. it is good to have those kinds of things, you know, in your mind. Like, yeah, that's like, smart of you. That's going to happen eventually. And it's, but right now I'm having a lot of fun just, you know, I, my, my favorite thing is um, during Halloween, he doesn't really have an opinion yet. So, I've Very fun. Had a lot of fun. So, like the he's had two Halloween so far. So the first year he was um, the log, and I was the log lady from Twin oh, Peaks, and just had him in a baby Bjorn and put like felt log stuff that I made on it. And then this year, um, him and his best friend um, were. I, I say best friend, but it's mainly because me and his mom are like really good friends. <laughs> and she, she gets me. I feel she's the closest person that, cause it's, it is cool when you find the moms that you just click with automatically. Like you both have the same temperament of how you're raising your kid and you're just, you, it's, it's a magical moment when that happens, when you're like, this is awesome. And then your kids also get along and, it's and they live like a street away which is cool so it's all like this magicalness that that is cool what happens um so they they went as bill and ted from excellent adventure and me me and her mom went as bill and ted from bogus journey and made a cool i made a cool um phone booth out of cardboard that is slowly getting destroyed in my house because he <laughs> likes to walk around in it and knock it over and jump on it. Which, I mean, yep. <laughs> I, I know. I'm just like, this makes me so proud. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> That's so cool. So it's just, I love that. And just finding, it's just super amazing when you do find your community of moms and it's either through, you know, either through, online or through like story times or like mom meetups it's it's just very nice to know that like you had said before you're not alone in it and how you can find those moms that you can text at like three in the morning because they're probably up and ask them questions or just say hey or send them a stupid gift (laughs) to to get you through the day or night because it it's hard and it definitely is a new a new experience that you can't really describe until you go through it, I guess, too. (laughs) And that's the great part about communities. Like I, I am all about like, I mean, the idea of like, it takes a village and like Mm -hmm. getting wisdom from people who have done things before you and then passing on to people who are doing things after you. So that's like the other amazing thing about a community of parents, because there Mm -hmm. are so many stages. So like you can, talk to people who have been through what you're going through already. And then people who are doing, 
you know, something that you've already done. I think that is so great. And so helpful because you're just yeah. like, I'm not crazy. Like I, I, I have, um, he's like my, so River still wakes up in the middle of the night. And for a while I had felt that I was a failure as a mom because he wasn't sleeping through the night when every, I felt like everybody else's kids were sleeping through the night. And one of our neighbors, um, she has a 10 year old who is, Rivers like idol. He is this kid who's in love with like in love with him. It's adorable. Like he's his adoptive little brother. And she told me, she's like, it's just so weird because Jules was exactly like this when he was a kid, he didn't sleep at all. And he was just super active and just would keep on going. But you know, eventually he'll fall asleep and you've got to do what's best for you. And don't listen to anybody else. Like just do what is right for you. Like don't sweat the things that other people are telling you that you should be doing, which I felt was very encouraging and freeing because I was reading a book on sleep training and it was stressing me out. And then when she told me that I was like, Oh, okay. That's you're right. I should, should just make it work the way that I, you know, read river and see how he feels and go with him instead of going with this book that is telling me about a specific baby that might not be my baby because absolutely oh, everybody's different. It's like every baby is different. Every mom's different. Every dad's different. Every, you know, partner's different. It's just, it's this, this thing that gets sort of glossed over with parenting because there's just a lot that people think they know. And then yeah. you, you, you don't <laughs> necessarily <laughs> No, I I think that's so important. And that also like ties into geekiness too, where it's like, if you ever thought all people were the same, we're not (laughs) like, and that's such a huge thing to be able to be yourself. Like, I feel like that Mm -hmm. is something that most of us have had to come to terms with at some point where it's like, you're not always told or taught that you can be unique and yeah. you can, and we should celebrate that. Yes. And that's very cool. Yeah. So be that mom you want to be. <laughs> I love this so much. Um, so if someone is listening and they're like, Oh my gosh, this is perfect. Like, how do I join this? Where should they go to like find you and find what you're doing and connect with other nerdy parents? The best would be on Facebook to join the League of Extraordinary Mamas group. And that is a place where you can go and ask questions and find other nerdy moms. Um, so far, I've gotten mostly moms that are located like close by because um, they've been a lot of my friends. And so I'm in, I'm in Ohio and Columbus. <laughs> so there's that. But, you know, I definitely want a more, you know, all over the place community. Like I have friends out in California and I would love to just hear, cause we're all the same when it comes down to it. We're all just trying to keep our kid alive and fed yep. and, you know, making them a cool, like kind person. And <laughs> it's just nice to know that there is a space there. And usually I, I, I have an Instagram too, where I post, um, pictures and stuff. I'm trying to get better at updating that more often. And then my, um, the website leak for extraordinary mamas has articles that I've written that are mainly like written while I'm waiting for 
river to go to sleep. So some of them don't make sense, maybe. But <laughs> I feel no, like <laughs> I feel like if there's another mom out, like or a parent out there, because you know, I'm not just saying moms. I'm saying parents in general too, because you know, I feel like it's a whole new journey. But mainly, you know, mainly moms, I guess. But um, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff out there that are just like thoughts of how I'm feeling or stresses I'm having or, you know, conversations I've had with other moms or a poem about going to sleep or please go to sleep because sleep is nice. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I don't know why like River doesn't realize that yet. So we'll see. I mean, that's the eternal question. Why don't kids realize how wonderful sleep is? It's not until they're like a preteen and then, yep. I'm sort of like you had your chance to sleep all the time, man. I know. Take on. advantage while you're very young. <laughs> yeah, but nope. River's like, there's too much to do. There's too many things to see. I'm, That's fair. Which yeah. I get because I get that. There is. There's a lot. that was so awesome thank you so much for chatting about this this is like a very fun hopefully this will be far from the last uh nerdy parent (laughs) conversation we have so oh yes this is so awesome i would love to hear more nerd parents out there please yeah yeah well i hope that um i hope that like lots of people connect after this that would be that would be awesome yeah (laughs) sweet thank you so much for chatting with me and thank you all so much for listening um Um, if this like speaks to you, please go join the Facebook group and go find other people who are doing similar things to you. And if you enjoy the sartorial geek community, we would love if you could share the podcast with someone else you think would like it. Um, especially this episode, if you know someone who this like feels like it would be up their alley, please let them know about it. Um, and if you could leave us a rating or, Um, Check out our magazine or our Patreon. We would appreciate the support forever. So thank you so much. Have a wonderful week. Um, Stay nerdy and we'll talk to you later. Bye.